Welcome everybody to the King Mexico podcast. And yo, yo, all I gotta say is, are y'all ready for this? Are you ready to get your mind blown and stuff? Are y'all ready to get these drums, these feedback noise and stuff that hits hard and stuff? And when it hits the tempo and stuff, you just wanna like whatever you're doing, you just wanna go extra hard and shit. That's all I gotta say. Like I'm at work and I'm doing my job, I'm going ham. Like it's amazing. Yo, let them know, bro, who you are. What up? Thank you so much for that, man. Uh um, Nate No Face, born and raised in uh Tucson, Arizona, now living in Long Beach, California. And yeah, that's what I do. I just try to make the craziest noise and with uh samplers and drum machines and just scream my head off and lose it. And that's what I love what you said about I just want people to get that energy, whatever they're doing. Hopefully, I give them that extra 10, 20% to get that shit done. Yeah. Yo, so just to, I just, so like I was, you know, prior, you started with True Story, right? That's that's your first one? No, or? Uh, no I'm sorry. My first one was uh, uh, Stories of Those. That was my actual first uh, uh, wax release, first kind of, there was earlier shit, like a, a dolo tape, but that was just me messing around. But the first like synth punk minimal wave solo project I had was a project called uh, Stories of Those. And I kind of, uh, it was an ode to all my people and songs about my friends really. And uh, uh, that's what it was, you know. And then after that was True Story. Oh, nice. Yeah, because that's that's the first one that came up on Apple. That's why I was like, yo. Okay. And I try to look other places like Spotify, but I just kept on getting that. So I was like, All yeah, right, it may have been taken down because the other one may have been old. I'm going through like the label who put it out is now removed it and letting me like load it on my own. So that could have been the issue with that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that sucks, bro. I wish I would have listened to it. So yeah, just to touch base on um, true story, right? Not Like You is one that everybody knows, right? Yeah, man, that shit took off. And it's so crazy. I I, I don't know why it's getting so much love. I mean, it's got a little vibe to it, but I literally did that song with a drum loop. I, I, I sampled the drum beat, chopped up the drums my own, and then I took like a half broke bass that I got from my uh, my buddy pawned it, left it in a pawn store, and then he was about to let it go. So I was like, fuck that, I'm gonna go pick it up. And I went and got it out of pawn because he was just gonna leave it and I had his ticket and I came home and, and just played that song on a, I don't even know how to play bass. The bass is probably out of tune. And uh, I just wrote that song right then and there, made the beat and everything. And I like, could beat the song, the lyrics, everything right then. And yeah, man, it gets a lot of love. Yo, but you saying that right there, if you don't mind, would you mind me? You would you let me play it on I on the no, show? Oh, yeah, yeah, because you know what I mean. All right, cool. So just to let y'all know, this is what he's talking about. That he basically said he had no idea, but if you listen to it, <laughs> I beg to differ. Thank you. So just that right there, you see, he just said he had no idea, but us listening to it, we're like, nah, B, it can't be. <laughs> Joint, I'm feeling right here, bro, I'm gonna let you know. So I took notes, cause I'm like, yo, if you have a large catalog, I like to listen to anything. And then I'll let you know what I, I was like, yo, this is what I enjoyed. So in true story, kill the man, I like the intro. So just while I'm telling you people, look at this. You hear the snares? Yeah, yeah, word, yeah. <laughs> There's another chopping up drums. That's what I do. So yo, this 
Then you also got um, Man Who Dress Well. Yeah, Man Who Dress Well. Those are the first It's like, yo, I would like to know how do you get in the zone, bro? You know, I mean, it's crazy. I just love all styles of music, man. I love it all. Again, I come from growing up in Tucson. I, I was different because in Tucson, my circle of friends didn't listen to what I listened to. I, again, I love East Coast rap and shit. So, uh, uh, but I, there's this genre of music in the 70s, in the 80s called uh, minimal wave and synth punk. And it was, you know, like it, it, it was after punk synthesizers started coming on the scene and becoming affordable for poor kids. And they, uh, you know, so punkers grabbed these synths and started making crazy music with it. I love the melodies and uh, uh, the beats. The uh, vocals sometimes get a little annoying and, uh, uh, but whatever, I love the beats. So I always just had this idea of like, I want to create that frequency, but then talk subject matter of today and talk subject matter you might find in a rap song or, or a narco song or, but I want to use this frequency over here because I think they got like dope melodies and they got dope riffs and dope shit. So that's where all that comes from. I'm like, yo, I want to basically uh, uh, do some rap shit, but to uh, a different frequency and a whole different genre, you know? And that's always my intention with what I do is I'm, I'm grabbing stuff and, and then talking that shit that you would, you would typically hear in another genre, but I like this frequency. It's like, why can't I tell this story if it's honest and true to this frequency? You know, why does it gotta be to that beat or that style of music? Let me tell it to this. And that's where that comes from. Yo, cause just, just your first album, right? That, well, what I, I heard. Now, knowing that there's something before this, I'm like, yo, now I want to know what that is. Because it's always wild, bro, when you, hear, when you hear an artist's first album, and then you hear the second, and you hear then on fourth, you can see the evolution, right? Like, you see the growth. Right, right. You see where you're going, right? And it's wild. So that, just, just on that, right? So then you also say goodbye, which is a real good upbeat. I enjoy that joint. And also, if which you closed it off beautifully with if. Thank you. So that's one thing I got to say. You have like a good, like your start and then your close is like, boom, you just hit them to transfer them into the next album, which was right, um, right. Sent Up the uh, Punks, if I'm not mistaken. No, yep, Sent Up the Punks. Yeah. So then yeah, yeah. you got that one where the, you got the long feedback at the start uh yeah 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 it's a long feedback so just to give you guys an idea this is the first song on that which has come out for you that's that long feed you see that <laughs> but you make it sound so good b Is there anything like you put in every, like when you dropped this album, what was like, what was behind this? Uh, I mean, you know, what's crazy is I, sometimes I don't go into uh, I'm, the songs are the universe for me, man. Like I'm only within the song and the moment. And, and then uh, I end up next thing, you know, I make so much damn music, man. But then next thing you know, I'll have like 20 songs and be like, oh shit, there's an album here. I've yet, honestly, I've yet to uh, go into any album that I put out where I set forth to intentionally create this album. Really, I'm just going song to song to song and then an album appears. Like, you know, I, my dream is one day I want to sit back and be like, okay, I'm going to tend and for this vibe of this whole album but uh i've yet to do that normally it's just i live within that song and then that song's done and then i do another song and then that song's done and then the next thing you know someone's telling me oh man you got an album right there and i'm like okay let's put it out you know but i really uh, uh don't go into it as a whole maybe it's you know i'm old head but i mean I don't know. I just, I live within the song, like a ringtone generation shit or something. Like I, I just do the song. I don't really, my albums are normally put together by labels and other people who want to put it out. Like they're the ones who arrange the songs in the order and stuff because I, I get lost, man. I'm just about the song. Like I make so oh, much damn music. Yeah, yeah. Most most albums you're talking about, uh, I, I can't take credit for where it goes from beginning to end. That's the label doing that. Like me, I'm, I just make so much damn music, man. I'm just going song to song, emotion to emotion, man. That is wild. Cause yo, 
like you said, it does have a flow. Like yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like your intro, then you go from um just uh Teddy. What is it, Teddy? Your Teddy, Teddy Bear? Bear? That one Yo. was me. You're right. That was all me. That was See? my bad. So, no, you're right. I, I should take that back. That was one tape where I was like, yo, I want to make an album that's like a mixtape. And the whole theme of that was like, you know, cute things can be deadly too. So it's like a teddy bear who in the concept of the whole song, the album is kind of like about bank robbing and robbing. And and so, you know, it, it, and then we even put out a, a teddy bear keychain with that album. You bought the keychain key and got the album for free. And it was a little teddy bear that was masked up. Like that was an actual toy that I put out what yeah yeah if you look at the album artwork there's a little teddy yeah. bear with a stuffed mask that that's an actual toy that i got that's like maybe a couple inches big and he's a stuffed teddy bear with a ski mask my lady literally cut up t-shirts and sewed ski masks around all these teddy bear keychains i bought with that where we bought them just saying nate no face on the shirt and then we made the ski mask that's official we, bro yeah, we made 50 of them. So you're right. That is a project that was mine on my own. But like true stories, stories of those, synth up the punks, bound to let you down. All my actual hard copy releases, those are actually labels putting them out. Whereas anything on my band camp, uh, which just now, Teddy Bear just broke on Spotify. But the uh, stuff on my band camp is me self-releasing it. Oh, I got so much music, man. I, I have so much. I don't stop, man. I try to tell people it's like it's like my call of duty of guys who go home after their job and play video games for 12 hours. Even guys my age do that. Me, I come home and I work on music nonstop. That's my that's my thing, man. It's like someone drawing doodles or someone. I don't I'm, I, I make so much damn music. It's insane. And then here's a question, right? I have to ask you. So yeah. girl like you. And then you have another song called Boy Boy. Is that part two to Girl Like You? Yeah, 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 that is. That's, you nailed it, that's crazy. Cause when I posted that shit on Instagram, I even wrote once a uh, uh, part to like blah, blah, blah. Cause it's a song, it's a theme song I write about a lot, honestly. Even not like you in a sense is about a guy who's not like the girl, the girl's an angel. He's, and that's kind of my life and my relationship. I, I was kind of wild and my girl's just such a sweetheart, school books and all that. And I wasn't. So, so that, that's a common theme in my music. Cause I like that theme of a theme of a good girl dating a bad boy, you know, and maybe changing them, you know? Yeah. 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 So yeah, that is part two though. You're right. You see, so yeah, bro. Like I tell you, I went in, I went in. No, you really listening, man. I listened to every little thing, <laughs> bro. Your sampling. Dude. Then you have. I feel like you got influence. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I think it's in the last album. I feel like you had some like doors. Like you had like a doors flow, and I'm like, yo, because I I love the doors, bro. Like I'm a head. Yeah. Like doors yeah, is yeah, official. Yeah, yeah, sick. Trying to figure out right now, bro. This but, I mean, I, I love that you say it because I mean, you're right. I everything influences my music, you know, everything, every genre. I take 10% of every genre, that's my rule. It's like 10% of country's good, 10% of this is good. Other genres I like more of, but uh, uh yeah, I love 10% of probably every style of music that's out there. Yeah, but it's incredible. And then you're sampling too, bro. You're sampling. Yeah. You, can, you gotta pay close attention to figure out the samples, but how you get them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a buddy of mine was listening to True Stories forever. And then uh, I have a song on there called Trucha. And uh, he he barely realized I sampled Wild Style in it because you just wouldn't know. And he's like, yo, he's an old graffiti head. He's like, yo, you sampled Wild Style in that song. And I'm like, yeah, man. I just use them really quick. Yo, yo, like I said, you sneak it in there beautifully, bro. It blends Thank in. You, it's nothing like it's just there. Thank you. It's so many notes. I'm trying to like, I ain't even trying to be like, yo. <laughs> yo. And then, yeah. And then I noticed sometimes you go bass, drum heavy, like crazy, bro. Like your drum is like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. I love that four to the floor shit. I love it. Yeah, man. It's just one of those things and it catches you. Is there anything that gets you in the zone? Uh, just whatever emotion I'm feeling, man. I mean, sometimes I do go in there with an intention and an idea. Like, okay, I, I, 
I have a sound in my head. I, uh, uh, like, yeah, I want this song to be like that doom doom, uh, or I want this, or I want, uh, you know, I'll have an idea like, oh, it would be cool if the bass reversed. And uh, sometimes I do that, but a lot of the times, man, I just go in there with an emotion, whether I'm angry, sad, or there's a story in my head I want to tell. And then uh, it's a lot of it just happens by accident, man, or not accident, but just flowing. Oh, playing I'm not there. good enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Playing there reminds me of David Bowie, B. Oh, sick. Dope, man. I, You know what, man? I have a couple songs people have hit me up and are like, yo, that's very Bowie-ish of you. <laughs> so dope, man. You're nailing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I said, I, sometimes fools will be like, uh, yo, that song sounds like this. And because I was such a hip-hop head, that it's like sometimes I get paired to artists that honestly I don't really listen to. Really? So I yeah, like I don't know how they influenced me, but uh, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know how I tapped into it, but yeah, there's been a few times where like I can't, I can't tell you much of Bowie, like just his hits, and then maybe him, uh, the songs he had in uh, Life Aquatic, uh, a Wes Anderson movie. But uh, besides that, I don't know a lot of his, you know, a lot, lot of it. Yeah, man, but it's one of those things that we get influenced, and like I tell a lot of people, is our subconscious. Exactly. They don't realize that we got influenced by the culture until we put something out. And then it's like, oh, subconsciously, we're like, oh, we love that. And then we put it out there and it's like, oh, it's really hitting. I true. I believe in that so much, man, because that and I believe in that, that I'm I am. I, I don't realize what I'm doing because you're just flowing. So, you don't. it is your subconscious almost guiding you, you know, because you ain't conscious of what's happening. You're kind of just flowing. At least that's the zone, you know. Being in the zone, I think, is you're not doing much thinking. You're just flowing. So how did the name came came about? Nate No Face came about just because, uh, uh, again, I, uh, oh, man, I got a car alarm going off. But no, uh, cool, Nate, all right, word. Uh, uh, Nate No Face came about just, but, uh, but like I said, I didn't really hang out. My circle of friends made no music, man. They weren't really music fans. They were different type of guys. So uh, I was, but I also knew I owned a graffiti store in Tucson. So I was meeting a lot of different people that were putting me on to different music. And I was just making hip hop beats at the time, but I wanted to start doing weird stuff that my friends were showing me all these indie bands and this real cool shit. So I started MySpace era came and I started, I made a MySpace page and was putting music out, but not letting the world know it was me because I was embarrassed. So. That's how Nate No Face came about. First, I was calling it Nate Nathan but a problem, and then Nathan's No Face, or then Nate No Face, and then and then I just changed it to Nate No Face with the number eight. But uh, yeah, it really just came about with me kind of always being secretive about my music. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because I didn't show a lot of friends. I mean, yeah. So you never wanted to be like no, no. You just like yo, let me keep it underground, basically. Yeah, probably not intentionally, probably fear. Like I even my brother used to come in uh, my room and hear music and be like, yo, this shit is dope, but who gives a fuck if you're the dopest if no one in the world can hear you, man? You know what I mean? So uh, uh, it just took some pushing for me to start sharing my shit like way late, like probably damn near uh, 31, 32. Yet I've been making music from like 18 to 32. I mean, hip hop beats. And there were some local rappers who knew what I was doing. But uh, as far as when I started getting in the weird shit where I'm singing or screaming, nobody knew I was doing that. You know, I was doing that in the confines of my room, not sharing nobody, sharing that shit to nobody. Cause I knew, I mean, one homie I shared a slow song with and he was, I mean, he's like a get money type dude. So he was like, man, you better get your ass out the basement with that shit like bro this is depressing so but uh but he loves me and i they know i'm just a different type of cat but uh, uh yeah yeah that's how the name came about it's not showing nobody and really just out of scared of being judged but then again i the, they started grab the world started gravitating to me and now even my friends and my people are like oh shit we were you know we thought you were fucking crazy but the world's catching on to you man that's dope, bro. Congratulations on that. I'm happy. I'm happy, bro, because if it wasn't for, I think you was featured on Fools Community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fools Gone Wild. Yo, and yeah, then yeah. it spread. I'm like, yo, what is this? I'm hearing yeah. it. I'm like, yo, because um, I got introduced to um, to punk through my cuz. 
Because okay. his tattoo artist is in a band, uh, trapped, trapped in a damn, caught in a trap. So okay. they like hardcore underground rock Shit. band in, in Queens. Oh, dope. So yeah, and they opened up for um Murphy's Law and stuff, and they used to have these oh, whole like these like parties and stuff every year. I forgot what it was. I think St. Patrick's or or Halloween. So oh, okay, I will hang with him and shit. And then like people don't understand like when you go to a punk concert, it's not the same listening to it and watching it live. Exactly. Yo, when you go in there and you start going in and you start stomping and you hear that. It just gets to you. It, it like any other music. Once you hear it live, and then it catches you. And it's like, yo, now I see what other people like, and why it hits yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then man. from there, yeah, I started yeah. listening to like Bane, and um, damn, and a couple other bands and stuff. But it's not the same. You know what I mean? Because yeah, because that's just like what comes through Apple. You know what I mean? Or people tell you about, and these are like people that you know they know. Right. But you being put on the stage by Fools Gone Wild introduced to the East. Well, me introduced me to you. And then I was like, yo, I got to know what makes him trigger. I got to know what makes you do this. Like, it sounds different. Thank it you, sounds man. like everybody else I, I listen to out here. You got me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, yeah, that's part of it. And I think, and that's totally on accident just because I don't know what I'm doing. And, and part of it is like, oh, I want to do some punk shit. But then I don't know nobody who plays instruments. I don't know many punkers. Like, I, I, again, the scene came to me. I was doing this music, coming up with guys who bump rap and shit, like get money rap. And, and uh, I, like I, we, I started this shit not knowing many punk cats. And that's what people don't get is now this punk scene's grabbing me and I'm learning as I'm going. Cause I'm like, I'm not from your guys' scene. I just love music. I, again, I just will play with any frequency, man. I got songs that someone might say sound country Western. I'm just like, I will play with anything and make it mine. And uh, uh, so that was my intention. I was like, oh, I want to do a punk band, but I'm like, I know no band people. So I'm like, okay, I have some drum machines and some synthesizers. How would I make punk music with this shit? And that's how it came about, you know what I mean? And then it brings, a different element, me telling the stories again that you might hear in rap songs or from a perspective of that. And I think, it, I think I'm think i getting this love from the punk scene and I'm getting love from people. I don't know how many times I get hit up on my DMs of fools like, I don't like punk music, but I fuck with you. And I'm like, yo, thank you. I'm down with that. You know what I mean? So I, I dig it. And then speaking on shows, just recently we played a DIY show in Oakland and some kids came up to me after my set and they straight up told me and I love them for it. I never get mad if no one don't like my shit, but they came up and were like, yo, I didn't like your music, but now seeing you live, I fucking love you. So it's like, you're right. That live shit does something different to people. So uh, uh, back to that. But yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I just, I think that's what makes me a little different is because I'm not doing it in the traditional sense. And I got some purists that hate it. You know, I know, I, I, you know, I see the comments sometimes for every hundred likes, there's a one person who's like, this ain't punk, you're not punk. And I'm like, yo, I never claimed to be. I just making music, man. I'm not out there with spikes and jackets. I'm still out there in my same clothes, but just playing with the frequency I choose to play with. Yo, a hundred for that right there. You still keeping it a hundred. You still keep it in an eight, yeah. no faith. You know what I mean? You keeping it yeah. you. You know what I mean? You, you ain't exactly. bending the knee for nobody. No, man, that's just it. As I want to be pure in it. That's my rule is like, I, I feel like I can do any genre I want as long as I'm honest with it. And there's honesty in that song and in that music, you know, the emotion is real. Just because I'm choosing a different frequency don't mean it's fake, you know, the emotion. I'm, I, 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 like, it's not like those old rap rock bands where shit sounded so forced. It's like my, uh, uh, I always want people to be like, oh, yeah, yeah we really can't put a, a beat on it. You know what I mean? Nice. And, yo, just to touch on churro, 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 how did that come about? Uh, that was inspired by a line, you know, I know in Mexico, uh, uh, certain parts, they'll call joints churros because, you know, you twist it up. Yeah. So that's slang. Like you'll hear in some songs, they'll be like, you know, smoking, a, you know, a churro. So I heard that 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to use that. Like, you know, I, uh, so I, I, that's what I did. I took that line and I just wanted to write about someone who's just trying to make it home after a stressful day in those streets. And they just they just want to twist one up and just relax at home. And and that's why it's like, you know, shit is hard out here. I want to make it home, twist one up. There ain't no God out here. Like that. I, that's what I just want. I wanted it to be about getting home and finally being able to relax. And I just used the Trudeau slang. Yeah. When is that coming out, bro? When am I going to be able to hear that? <laughs> I, everyone, you know, I put that song out just for fun. It was a one verse dropper. And now this label that's going to be putting my, an album out here soon, uh, uh, probably in winter, uh, they want me to do a second verse because I only got one verse because it was just a quick demo that I did. Like I said, I record so much music. I probably got thousands of demos that could be bangers. I have no clue. I just do it and then on to the next, man. That is incredible right there. Cause I'm you see, you just said it, a lot of people probably reach you and I was like, yo, what's the rest of this? Oh, people hit me up. Some dude just made a music video of it, of my face animated and tons of trudos flying behind me. It's on YouTube somewhere. And it's again, these people are the songs only been released on my Instagram page or on streams, me performing it live. And I've seen people in their cars bumping it, people making music videos with it, and they're doing it with the live version. It's not even the studio version. So that's when I'm like, all right, I got something there. I always hate to hype myself up, but I'm like, yo, I got a banger right there because fools can't wait for it. They're just grabbing it, the live version off YouTube to bump it. They're grabbing whatever they can. So I'm like, all right, I need to drop a second verse to that and get it to the world. Do you have an engineer or a producer or you do everything? I do everything and I suck at engineering. I suck at I record my shit in the closet. No album you hear of mine has ever been me in a big studio ever. I'm in a closet, probably the size of like just what you see there. And it's small. And I have my two synthesizers, my drum machines. And, and uh, yeah, I just recorded my engineer buddies who are real engineers. They hate me for it. Cause they're like, yo, get over here. We'll make, you know, we'll record you, but. I don't ever, man. I know one day maybe I will because I have ideas in my head of how to make my sounds bigger, but I suck as an engineer. I don't even be panning or, or my, my boys just hear my shit. They'll be like, yo, you know your shit's all mono? <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. But as far as production, I do all my production, all my writing. Maybe here and there I'll splash on other people's stuff, but any of my albums is all me. Wow. That's just, yeah. that just adds to you bro that's just acts to who you really are thank you man and i honestly i always tell people i'm a vocalist and writer first i only make beats because i know no producers who will make me what i hear in my head i think i'm not good at beats i, I think my beats like people always hit me up yo let me get a beat and i'm like yo my beats are whack it's kind of me who makes that song i make that shit spicy like if i just gave it to you I, you may hear it and sometimes go, this isn't that great. And it's like, because you don't hear what you're supposed to do on it. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm a great producer. I just, it just, my frequency works for me. Damn. I, I could completely understand because, you know, your vocals go directly with the beat. So thank you. I don't think there could be somebody out there who could actually be on the same frequency or vibe with you, bro. Word. Thank you, man. I mean, yeah, it's the, I get, like I said, I get hit up for cats all the day. Hey, let me buy a beat from you. And I'm like, I don't sell beats and I don't know if I would. And I, sometimes I need the money, but I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I can, man. I don't know. Uh, now that you touch vocals, you go from singing to straight up screaming. Yeah. And it's wild, bro. Cause you know, like you said, you don't consider yourself punk. And people get at you for that, but people need to understand you're not just one person. You have multiple, you know, categories. Exactly. You, you're not one one category. You're in multiple categories when you really come into play. Because listening to your albums, you go from like being a vocalist. I'm like, hold on, is this really you singing, bro? Yeah. Or is it somebody else? No, it's me. And then I be like, yo, but he switches it up so good. Cause you you just click and then all of a sudden it goes to high beat and then you start going off and it's like oh wow like it doesn't it doesn't hurt the voice bro no man you're right good one I don't know I haven't ran into that yet 
but uh, uh, I don't know how I, I just, yeah, because I'm not a singer. I can't sing. I've never been trained or nothing. And I've, you know, coming up in music, once I started doing it, I met some friends who can sing beautifully, like R&B and shit. And, but, uh, and I, maybe I get bits from them. But my uh, famous line, I, I heard once Andre 3000 say it. He was like, you don't need to have a good voice to sing. Just have a voice. And, and I always dug that because I'm like, you're right, I can't sing, but I found just the voice I have to carry a cool melody. That's it. Like, you know what I mean? I, something, my shit wouldn't sound great acapella. I never use auto-tune. I don't use nothing. But I fuzz it up with some shit, add reverb a little bit. But uh, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I just like, go with the emotion. If the emotion calls for me singing, I try to find the way I would sing it. A guy, it's like, how, do, how does a guy who can't sing, sing this? And then that's what I do. Nice. Not, not... I'm, I'm saying, bro, you know who does that, right? Who can't sing but sings? Who? Pharrell. Yeah, see, that, that right. No, you got it, man. Like that, again, me coming from hip hop, I mean, I'm, I was always influenced by those rappers who started like singing. Like when he was doing it in his early, before he was huge days. Yeah, exactly, man. That is the type of shit that started making me my transition from rap when uh, those big guys are, were doing shit like that. And I'm like, okay, dope. I'm gonna take it way more left field than them. But when all these rappers started singing on the beats and I'm talking late nineties, early two thousands, I was like, yo, we're all, we can all do this shit, man. Like why not try? Biz Marquee, bro. Exactly, bro. That's, that's my era. I collected all cold chilling records. Like I love Bismarck, Master Ace. That, like I said, that's my era of hip hop. But yeah, exactly, man. Just have fun with the record. Yo, it's just dope talking to you and being able to say names and you know you 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 know of and you know their music, not just oh, yeah. who they currently are. Like you speak to some of these kids and be like, who? And you say, yeah, yeah. oh, it's like, oh, the the Chanel guy who'll be wearing the Chanel sneakers and stuff. <laughs> like that, right, be like, he got he got hits. He got hits for yes. days. In the streets, on the radio, everywhere. Yeah, Especially yeah. Especially when it was the Neptunes. People don't remember those days. Exactly, man. Exactly. Neptunes and nerd and yeah, yeah, all that, man. I just love music. I mean, there are some genres that I don't dive deep into, so I don't know too much, but I at least know the surface just because I love all music, you know? Like I said, now that this new hardcore punk scene is embracing me, I'm doing some shows with some crazy hardcore bands, man. And I even tell my lady gets mad at me because every time before a show, I'm like, you sure you guys want me, man? Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm with a drum machine and the little synthesizer, synthesizer, and they're with bass, guitar, heavy drums, long hair, just my, but they, their crowd is really embracing me right now and it bugs me out, man. Nah, bro. We you being embraced, bro. You should love it. You should love it, bro. I do. I'm so Thank grateful. You like so boom. Grateful. You got the mic now. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm grateful because that's what tells me. Okay, I can go play with hardcore bands, and then I can go open up with some rap artists. I mean, I've opened up for some rap artists. Uh, 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 like I, I can have a foot in all these different pools, man. And uh, I, I dig it, and I'm grateful for it. Nah, man, that's just plain amazing. Um, damn, I had a question, it just went. Oh, oh. Nah, that's cool, bro. I, I like went off, but it's um, it's all love. But at the end of the day, I find it so entertaining. And then you're coming to the east next week. Yes, we've been doing these shows. This band, Dead City Punks. They've been doing these shows where we just find a dead area of a city, pull up with a generator turn it on and hook it up to speakers and we play. The shits have been getting crazy. The one in LA recently, I mean, the cops came with rubber bullets. There was over 2000 people there. Cops are shooting us. It made the news. It made the, I mean, it was, follow my page and we're gonna be showing video of it here lately because one of the bands is dropping a clothing uh, drop for the party we did. So that shit was insane. It was 2000 people. Now we just did it in Oakland same thing, man. And these kids are starting huge fires. They're doing, I mean, fireworks are going off. It is the most crazy shit you've seen because Dead City, they're come from the culture of graffiti writers. They're deep in the graffiti scene. So while they're out there bombing at midnight and running around these streets when it's dead, they find these crazy locations. 
And so that's the one we did in Oakland was literally a place where they go dump stolen cars. There's like 50 cars turned over, burnt up. And that was our stage. It was insane, man. And that's dead city punks. I, they, I owe that all that love to, to them because they put me on that shit. They were doing it on their own. And then they're like, hey, start doing these with us. So I've done two of them already. Or yeah, three of them, actually. Three of them with them already. And now we're taking it to New York at the uh, end of next week. It's gonna no. be wild. Again, yeah, they're graffiti. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. Oh, my, you know, their their graffiti ties has them. They know people in New York, and and their hardcore bands. They know people in New York. So even though it's so far away, and I, L.A. ain't by. I mean, we're people are DMing us from uh, uh, like, yo, I already got my ticket. Like, L.A. is coming out there. Like, just straight fans of these parties that we've been doing, which are literally again, it's straight like did generator turn it on and just go until the cops shut us down like it you know it's straight diy illegal just pop up and just start rocking and it gets wild so yes we're doing that in new york yo i'm trying to pull up and i'm like pull you up, know, man please come man we i am gonna pull up i am pulling but, up i might just back up because i'm supposed to do a little road trip so i might just back up the perfect. road trip for sunday because okay. i okay I need to show up because I need to feel this experience because I've seen the videos, bro. Okay, then you've seen it. All right, yeah, I've yeah. Seen it's it. insane. That shit is oh. wild crazy, bro. Especially oh, no, the wait. one that went viral in LA when the cops had to come in and they had the chopper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, it made it extra because now you got the boys and now you got the chopper. So it made it seem like a movie. Exactly. I'm seeing footage that they're barely releasing right now. And it is video from one chopper to the next chopper. And then you see below, you see the fireworks going off. The shit looks so cinematic. I don't even know how they got that footage because it's footage from one helicopter shooting another. Like we had three or four helicopters going around us, news channels and police copters. And then we made that Citizen app. Like and to me, I'm like, oh shit, I made Citizen app. Like motherfuckers was on Citizen app talking <laughs> about stay away. So it's like, man, that's the type of things we're doing. It's I'm so grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, because that's why I was like, yo, I need to get on this. And then I'm like, yo, where is the location? But now, now that you tell me how it works, I'm pretty sure it's just going to get dumped day of. It's like, all right, boom, that's here exactly it is. How we do it. Yep, we do, it the, uh, the, we do it a couple hours before. And we, like, we say, okay, it's starting at 8 o'clock. First band will be at 9. So you literally have, you know, maybe we drop, maybe let's say the show would start at 8. Then we're giving you the address like at 7 saying it starts at eight and the first band is nine. So you got like two hours to get your ass there. So, I mean, now, you know, that's the way we doing it. Again, I, I've only been to New York once. I'm, I'm hoping from wherever I stay, the location, I think our room's in Manhattan. So I'm like, yo, I hope the location isn't so far that I can get there quick. But the homies are like, no, you'll be good. I mean, the guys who throw it, they don't even tell me. They don't tell nobody until it's like, really time I and mean, when we the other bands don't know until the guy decides to tell everybody that's official tissue bro yeah it's sick what they do it's crazy man the one we did in la literally made la history i mean i was at my job and i'm talking normies people who don't know nothing are like oh you were a part of that show like it was all over this city man nah not that right there and then it was like during quarantine too because i was still in under quarantine we were on the outs of it and you know we caught some shit for that but uh, uh we were on the uh out of it we were on like a second stage but you're right we damn sure weren't okay to have two thousand people <laughs> gathering i i admit that and we never know how it's gonna get man like you know, I, the one I did, the first one I did with them, when I performed, there was maybe only a couple hundred people there. By the end of the night, it got crazy. But it's just, they're just building more and more because that one e easily had 2,000 people there, man. I mean, to the point where I don't even know why everyone's still hanging out because we're just a generator of speakers with, it's like those the people about 500 deep ain't hearing the music no more because we're not like a stadium. It's not like huge speakers, you know, it's some guy shit we brought in a truck. So you're thinking, I'm thinking, man, those people, 500 people away can't hear this, but they're still there for the energy, man. It just becomes a huge party for four punk bands. That's it's it, bro. It's the frequency. Like you keep on saying that frequency and the vibe, bro. It just exactly. echoes out and then you just exactly. feel it. You don't even got to hear it. Just feeling the vibe from the front and it hits the back and you're like, yo, whatever they popping, we popping with them right now. 
Exactly, man. I've seen video of when of like stories getting shared of someone super far back and they're filming me and they're having fun. But then you even hear someone go, why is it so quiet? But they're still having fun in the videos. And it's like they can't hear it because they're so far away, but they're still filming it and having fun. And yeah, man, it's like you said, it's the energy, it's the vibe. They're just there for it, man. Damn, bro. But um, just to touch, I have to do this, bro. I got to ask you. <laughs> I have to because um, I'm a big um, Kanye fan. And it reminds me of when Kanye did um, that whole punk move. Okay, see, I, I don't, you know what's crazy? I mean, go ahead with your question. My bad. Damn, how do you feel about when Kanye did it? If you don't. I, no, I mean, I'm a huge Kanye uh, music fan. Like I love the, I, from, from when he first, again, I, when I had my uh, graffiti store in Tucson, yeah. he was cutting out early mixtapes and we were all just like, this is going to be the baddest man in the world. And then even 808 and Heartbreaks, I loved it. What's crazy is by the time Black Skinhead came around and everything he was doing, I yeah. didn't really know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I, 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 sometimes I get so wrapped it up in whatever I'm doing, I miss some shit. So whenever that dropped, I don't know what was going on in my life, but I slept on that whole energy, what he did. Because just a while ago, some, one of my boys posted a song and I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? And he was like, oh, this is Kanye Black Skinhead shit. And I was like, what? So I, I can't speak on it because I haven't heard it, but I know the shit I have heard from it, I, I was blown away, which don't surprise me because I don't give a fuck what you say, anybody of what they think of Kanye. Dude's a genius, man. When it no. comes to music, my man does not fucking play. So it's like, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that I'm going to like it. And again, I'm not the person to ever get mad at someone who's not punk or not, this is going to try something because that's what I'm doing. So it's like, I, I, I don't care. Because to me, it's like, Again, it's still honest. I know wherever he's doing it from, he ain't doing it from a place of selling out or trying. He's doing it from a creator standpoint. Like, I just got to do this. It's not fake. You know what I mean? When you're doing it with good intention and you just want to do something new, no one can say it's fake. Are you trying to uh, culture vulture some shit? Nah, man, we just, we're creators and we're creating, man. So I haven't heard it, but I'm going to get, I got to bump it. Yeah. The intro, bro, that dun, dun. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta hear I think that's why when I heard your song, my subconscious kicked that. And that's why I'm like, yo, I need to listen to what you got out. I need to get on what you're pumping out because I'm feeling it. And I think that's what triggered it. Dope, man. Thank you. I won't lie when the this, the homie uh, uh, storied it. This He was storied him just jump roping or doing something. And the music that played the first moment, I'm going to say this right here on the podcast. For the first, he does music. For the first moment, I was like, yo, he's doing some shit that sounds like make no face. But it was way better and way more big production. So I was like, yo, homie, who, what, who is that? Because I thought it was my boy's music. And yeah. he was like, that's Kanye. So I could see how you could say that. Because when I heard it, I was like, Yo, that sounds like some shit I would dream of doing. Sometimes as a creator, you hear music and you're like, man, I wish I would have made that. Like, uh, uh, so I can hear how maybe I got to listen to this fucking record, man, because you saying that now, I got the same energy when I heard it. I was like, oh, my God, this sounds like Nate No Face on fucking steroids and crap. I mean, this shit sounds amazing. So I, I got to go peep it, man. I do not know the record. Like I said, that was a time where I was wrapped up in my, some other shit, probably. I always go deep in whatever sound I'm listening to at that time. Nah, nah, it's all love, bro. But maybe, I'm just throwing it out there, maybe he stumbled into one of your tracks and then he took that and influenced him. You get me? Because you never know, bro. You no, never I know. Mean, I, no, you never I, know because the world is so big sometimes and sometimes you you get influenced, like I said before, and you don't know it. Yeah, exactly. And, and you've I, been doing your I, stuff for a minute, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his homie, uh, a lot of people told me this. I Again, I don't know much shit. I'm always in a different world. But his boy, Virgil, that Virgil, I, I always screw up his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, uh, he follows me and loves my shit. And he's been following me for a long time now. So, you know, maybe he put Kanye on to me. You know, again, I don't know what I heard. I would never call it. I mean, Kanye is like a god to me. So I would never think he bit, but he just maybe got influenced was like, yo, who knows? Or like you said, I believe we're all tapped into a subconscious. And that's how two people on different sides of the world will tap into the same idea sometimes. you Because know? we're all sharing the same wavelength, man. So we are. I don't know, but... You know, I, I I got that. I got that. I got to listen to this record. I'm so glad you reminded me of that because that now that made me think of when my boy Hadi uh, uh, played that shit. I was like, what the fuck is that, man? That sounds like some synth punk. And he was like, this is Kanye's old shit. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's um, Jesus, uh, 2013. Okay, is that what it is? All right, yeah. it, but I forget. I'm, now I got to ask him what record that was because it was. It was like heavy synths and fast and i was like oh shit now i didn't hear no vocals on it so i gotta hear what kanye would do to it man oh i think i think you probably appreciate it bro <laughs> oh i know i will man he's dope man i don't i would love to play with it but i'm not there and i don't want it one day it's big and next thing you know just because i played three seconds of the clip i have to <laughs> like delete the whole episode because they come in after me and stuff <laughs> exactly and it's crazy because that whole that whole rule and stuff is like, oh yeah, they could come after you and stuff because you don't got the copyrights. Right, right. Especially him or right. his distributing yeah, yeah. or his label could like literally be like, oh, who's this? And once exactly. it airs and stuff and they and they catch it next thing, I'm getting a letter and it's like, damn, bro. Yeah, it's all that, love, you know what I mean? And that's that, why I always find like I always find it interesting and I'm confused because when people review music. You're able to play the song and review the song and not get in trouble. Like, yeah, I, I exactly. wonder, like, how does that work? But if we're talking about it, right, and we play it, we're getting in trouble. So it's yeah, like, it's yeah. so weird what they allow, man. I, I truly think sometimes it's just the label. Sometimes maybe the label's like, okay, that's good publicity or that's not. Sometimes it ain't, if the artist saw, signed a whack deal, then it's like maybe he doesn't care that you're playing it, but he has no choice no more. The label cares, and they're the ones who are going to shut it down. You know, I've heard crazy stories of like uh, Premiere scratching a Q-Tip vocal, and then Q-Tip saying, "Yeah, go ahead, use my song." But then Q-Tip's label was like, "We own that. You can't tell him that you he can use that. We're telling him no, or we want some money." And Premiere's like, "Yo, that's my boy," but his boy doesn't own the masters. You know what I mean? So it ain't up to the artist sometimes. Maybe the Kanye would be cool with you bumping it, but his label would be like, fuck no, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you can't play with that shit. <laughs> but yo, you brought up Premier. Premier fan, bro? I, I, I'm oh, I'm a gangstar. Like I said, I love Ooh. grimy. I love grimy hip hop, man. I love New York hip hop. Like that's, I, that's growing up in high school, kid, my friends would call me Burst because every time I'd be walking through a hall ditch in class, I'm rapping a rock him verse. Like I love East Coast rap, like that's my shit. So that's why people always bug when I'm into punk music. I love punk too, I love it all. But uh, uh, my heart started, what got me making music was East Coast rap music, making who, beats. Like who, who, who do you like, 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 like? I mean, I love Cool G rap. I love, uh, uh, like I said, all of Cold Chillin'. Any, I bought Cold Chillin' records that was the label with Biz Marquee, Big Daddy Kane, Diamond Shell, uh, Cool G Rap, uh, Molly Mar, like uh, the Symphony. Like I, I you know, I, I'm a, I'm 45, so you know, I, I, the, even that stuff was a little before me. But and then just everything after that, Gangstar, just uh, uh, shit, man. Now I'm going blank. But yeah, Eric B. Rock Kim. Uh, uh, I just love grimy rap, you know. You know, Wu Tang, of course, you know, but I just love grimy rap. I, I like sample bass. And that's why, even with this now, I take that to punk because I'm sampling my drums. Yeah, I could go and uh, play my drums, but the way I even start my beats is I find old, dirty records sample a drum loop, chop the drum loop up so I can have my own kick and my own snare, and then I build my beat. I make this synth punk shit the way maybe a, a hip hop artist would make his beats, you know what I mean? Uh, chomping samples up and then playing synths on top of it. Yo. I approach everything like a hip hop record, honestly. Half a second of um, Dirt McGirt. <laughs> which which oh. one? Dirt McGirt, 
old dirty bastard, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, that's my, and he's someone who, again, started showing me, man, you can be wild with this shit. I mean, to me, ODB was like the epitome of punk. He is punk, you know what I mean? He just happened to be in the rap world, but he was like, but punk like just not giving a fuck singing on beats screaming wilding out being out of key just doing whatever the fuck he wanted man he's the god man yo it's wild bro you just bring up all these artists and yeah like and then for me growing up i used to be a huge ice cube fan sick yo ice cube was my shit like everybody's like oh i'm like yo ice cube's a man bro because they used to always do the whole who's best I'm like, yo, y'all need to understand Ice Cube, bro, is underrated, but he's got bars. No, like, he, he was, yeah. he got bars for days. Like, y'all don't understand. The dude was a killer. Yeah, exactly. He was, that's one of my best boys. That's his favorite artist. And, and so it made me listen to him a lot. And it's like, yeah, man, he's fucking dope. I mean, there's a reason why he lasted so long. And I mean, all the, his different albums were classics, man. You know, yeah, Ice Cube's a beast. Yeah, man, there's just so much, man. There's so much hip-hop out there that influences all of us. And we could talk about hip-hop all day, bro, when it yeah, comes yeah. down to to all these artists and stuff. Even when people bring up Jay, I'd be like, nah, like, if you're really listening to Jay, it's really Big L. And then Smart. people like, nah, like, who's Big L? I'm like, yeah, that's who influenced Jay. Yes, that, that's a huge crew. D digging in the crates crew. Yeah. I loved them all. Big L, like, yeah. I, Big L was one of my favorite artists. Like, yeah. Uh, Lifestyles of the Poor and Fame. That shit's like my shit. <laughs> damn, bro. It's all, damn, bro. It's just dope that, you know, you like the East like that. And then opposite on this side. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but, I um, just love it all, man. Any anything you trying to look further? Because you also have done um, electric music too. Yeah, I mean electronic yeah. shit. There was a there was a, a style of music that came in the late two or early two thousands uh, called electro, and that's what started influencing my style uh, sound too. Is they were doing crazy stuff with distorted and reverse synths, and when I first heard it, this. Uh, 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 Ed Banger label was doing crazy shit, man. It wasn't like techno. It was, like I said, I always liked dirt. I always liked gritty shit. So it was like electronic music, but dirty. And then the whole fashion style was coming with it. So this electro scene came up in the early 2000s. And man, I got hooked onto that too, man. Like I said, I just love music. So when I hear a creative new frequency, I hop onto it. And those are all things that influence the style that I'm doing today. It's like something like uh, uh, that can be danced to. I love The Cure. I love 80s music. So you hear a lot of 80s influence in my shit. I love like, you know, that old 80s crazy hair and wide shoulders shit. Like I said, The Cure is one of my favorite bands of all time. And I love that shit. Nice. So I, I, you, if you study my music and listen to it, you probably hear influences in all of it, man. Like I said, I sample Wild Style in a song that I'm singing like The Cure on. It's just crazy. I just try to do it all. Nah. And make it seem seamless. I finally looked at my notes. You see, it always comes to, to head. Ready for my ride that you did the collab with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, man, you that's... dug deep. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, that's the song right there that reminds me of The Doors. That yeah, right man, there. I sing with a deeper tone with that, like some Jim Morrison shit, man. <laughs> You're right. I forgot about that record. That's actually not my beat. That's a collab with this cat named Bomar. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know how I ended up uh, doing that vocal. Again, I just, I hear a beat and I think of a melody and I think, how can I sing this melody being a guy who can't sing? So then I'm like, oh, I can do a deep voice. So I just do that. That's crazy. I didn't even think of that, man. See, that's the I, song. And it kept on killing me. As, as we've been talking, right? I'm like, yo, what is it? What is it? It's going to kill me if I don't ask you and I, oh, I don't inform you that this song hit me like the doors. Like I said, I'm a huge Jim Morrison fan, especially because yeah, people don't understand they didn't have a bass player. That's why they had a piano player. Oh, and I that didn't was know that. Yeah. Dope. Sick man. So he played the bass, the lines that would be with the bass with a piano or something, yes. maybe. Sick. Yeah, if you man, look it up, the doors never had a bass player. 
wild. I did not know that. That's got to be a first because the bass is the the backbone. Of, I mean, the drums and bass, and then then comes everything else, man. Like that's crazy, man. Like that's the rhythm section. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah, bro. You see? That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> that's why I'm like, yo, and it was killing me, bro. In back of my head, I'm like, yo, I gotta get this. I gotta get this. Cause if it's not, it's gonna, it's gonna hit me. And then I'm like, yo, I'm gonna have to send you the DM. And it's like, <laughs> damn. I can't, I can't, I can't close it off with not asking you about the doors and stuff. And then I bring it up and then not get the closure. Yeah, 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 exactly. No, I don't, I mean, I don't know what, that song is so old, I don't know what influenced me to that song. I mean, what's crazy when you say The Doors is a huge influence to me is Joy Division and, and uh, uh, Ian Curtis from Joy Division and people say that the, in the movie even about him, The Doors influenced him. So maybe I was influenced by a guy who The Doors influenced, you know what I mean? Because I'm not, I, I, I like The Doors records and there's some songs that blow me away, but I'm not, yeah. like you had to school me on the bass shit. So I'm not a huge Doors fan, but I'm a huge Joy Division fan. And uh, he sings with a deeper monotone voice. And, and I probably, I'm definitely inspired by him. But what's crazy is in the movie, it shows that Ian Curtis is inspired by Jim Morrison. He loves Jim Morrison, was like a Jim Morrison nut. He just took Jim Morrison's style and instead of to more hippie style rock, he did it to a punk style uh, rhythm. So uh, uh, that's probably where I got it from. It's influenced by Jim Morrison by like the third party or some shit. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, yeah. That's just hands down one of the... But yeah, man, because um, like right now I'm sitting on the um, Roadhouse Blues, their album on vinyl, and I yeah, just yeah. have it there and stuff. Yeah, I was like, yo, I just... um, It's one of those things, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, dope. I wanted something and stuff from them and stuff, and I found it, and I was like, yo, I got it. I'm not going to give it up, no. you know? Yeah, hell yeah, hell no, man. I got pieces like that too. Like, yeah, no way. Damn, bro. So, damn, it's just so incredible. And then, just um, then you have your other LP that you just dropped, right? Uh, uh, just, just yell. See, no, those are kind of old records that uh, uh, uh I I just never put on Spotify. They were what? only on, yeah, they were only on my Bandcamp. And I'm kind of a mess, man. I'm just straight creator. I don't think of the business side. I don't think of shit, man. I could go in and in and you'd be like, what, motherfucker? Like, I don't do a lot of what I should be doing to make money. I'm just a fool. I just love making it. So now my old lady's really helping me get all my shit in order. So those are two albums. Teddy Bear Mixtape and Just Yells just dropped on Spotify. But them albums are really fucking Just Yells. is probably like three or four or five years old, man but it just barely hit Spotify. I put it out on a cassette and I put it out on Bandcamp. I never loaded it to all digital platforms. I'm what? just a fool. It just, yeah, it just sat forever. So tons of people, you ain't the only one. Tons of people are restoring it and Instagram and they're saying, uh, yo, Nate just dropped the hardest new shit. And I'm like, man, that's been on my Bandcamp for like five years. <laughs> But uh, whatever, man. I'm grateful people are digging it. But yeah, all those projects are just barely getting to Spotify. That's all that is. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. It sounds amazing. It's um real upbeat. It gets you in the zone. Like I said, if you're working out and stuff and you're running on the treadmill, you just start running faster. Start going a exactly. little bit extra and stuff. So, yeah, man, especially um Demolition Death. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's, that was kind of an ode to uh, kids skating and skate. That's why I sampled all those people getting busted for skateboarding. And that's like a, a song you shred to on your skateboard. I wanted to do that. That whole project was basically, there's no synthesizers on that project. That project was me trying to get as close as I can to sounding like a real band. And the way I, I, I sampled everything, but it's not like you won't find nobody's melody. I basically went to YouTube and I went to guitar tutorials where some guy is sitting there with a guitar and he goes, this is the G chord, and this is the E chord, and, and he's playing riffs. I took it off YouTube, sampled it into my sampler and replayed my own melodies of these guys' guitar just strums. 
So that's how all those songs are. If you listen to all those songs, it's basically me loading guitar chops into my drum machine and playing it the way I want it to play. Again, everything is approached with the hip hop beat making attitude. Like that's all ch me chopping up guitar samples. I'm trying to make it sound like a real band is backing me. Wow. I just yeah, got to yeah. sit back and admire you and tip my hat off, bro. That's all I could do. <laughs> Thank you, man. You, as, as we progress into this conversation, you're like letting down the gems of your creation and how you do it. Thank and you. just knowing the way you do it is crazy. Because I know once you're drumming it and it's going onto the, um, onto the laptop or whatever you're using, it's like, showing up. You know what I mean? It's showing up. Yeah. So just looking at that, I can imagine how your screen looks while you're blah, 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 blah in it. Oh, yeah. It's a mess sometimes. It's, it's yeah. crazy. But yeah. still, what you're creating is wild, bro. Now I understand why people was like, yo, can you make a beat for me? Right word, yeah. Let me buy beats off for you because indirectly you are making beats, but it's to your liking and to what you want and how your vocal is going to fall onto it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Just Yells is basically me saying, I don't got a band. I don't want to make no synth punk. I don't want it to sound electronic. How do I get guitars in my shit. How do I get, uh, uh, yeah, basically just guitars. I wanted a record and, and that's still my dream. I wanna, I'm talking to some cats right now who play in bands and I'm like, yo, will you come over to my spot and play a, a riff for me, lay some guitar for me? Cause I wanna see what I would sound like on some band shit. Now other people tell me don't. They're like, yo, what's making you original is you don't sound like a traditional punk band. Don't go after that. But just me as a creator, I'm like, yo, I want one album where a band is backing me. It doesn't need to come with me. It doesn't need to travel or tour with me. But uh, uh, I want a, a record where it, I'm on some traditional punk shit. Yeah, It'd just be fun for me. Nah, man, I, I completely see where you're coming from. You're just trying to test it. Will you eventually yeah. add a drummer just to see how it is, a drummer and a guitar player and a bass player? Yeah, just for one album, just yeah. get a group of guys together, do it, and then, you know, they bounce and then I bounce, and then we never do it again. And it'd still be called Nate No Face, just kind of like, you know, those producers who bring uh, players in and say, play this, what I hear in my head, you know, and they play it and I record it and then they can leave and then I do my thing with it. That's my dream. But that Just Yells EP is me trying to do that dream with nobody around. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go sample some fools teaching people how to play guitar on YouTube and I'm gonna chop it up. Wow, that's incredible, bro. That's just incredible how you really said that right there. Just think about what you just said and then I'm pretty sure when you hear yourself saying, it's like, yo, I really do this? I'm pretty sure you back yourself up and you're like, yo, I really make this magic happen. Oh man, I do, because I honestly, I won't front. I try to do it again, and sometimes I can. I'm like, how the fuck did I do that that day, man? Because I would love to do it again, but then it starts getting too hard. It's like the, the universe just allowed me to make those five songs, because I've tried to do it again. And, I mean, I, maybe I could, but I just get tired, because it's tiring, man. Like I'm literally grabbing maybe, I'm not kidding, maybe a, a guitar note that's eh, that short and then I'm hitting it a bunch to make it go eh, 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 and then make it fucking stretch. It's like, it gets tedious, man. So sometimes in that tedious work, you lose the, the vibe because you want it. When I'm on a synth, I just quickly play and it's right there. It's, but when I was doing Just Yell's record, it was a lot of chopping up, man. A lot of chopping up to make this sound like a real guitarist. That's You're like an tedious. artist, bro. You're like an artist who makes a big painting and it takes years for you to make. Uh, exactly that's, that's what how you I are yeah you're, exactly. you're like an artist you're painting your portrait it takes you a while to make it and it's like the little details that people come up late years later it's like yo you really went one by one and you drew each individual line exactly that's how like, that project yeah. felt yeah yeah and you're right that project was probably sometimes I, my shit just comes out super quick that was a one project because it was one project where i was like okay i'm really gonna set out to do this but uh, 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 yeah, that shit took a long time. And it, it, that was the one project that did. All my other music kind of comes kind of fast, but that shit was like, because there was intention of like, I want to sound like what a real band was. If Off Just Yells, if you listen to Misery or listen to my song called First Time Killing, it's like, uh, uh, it's guitar riffs and it's me. Yeah, it sounds like a real band. 
It sure does. If y'all haven't listened to it, please go check it out because now you're hearing the backstory. And if that doesn't make you want to go listen to this, I don't know. You're missing something on life. You need to go check out all his albums, check out all his collabs, because hands down, hands down, what he's doing, he's telling you right now, he's going one by one, drum beat. Yeah, yeah. It's wild, and he does man. everything himself. He produces it indirectly. He'll all, he's also a slash engineer on the low low, but he yeah, yeah. Only <laughs> he don't want to take the credit for it, but he is. Yeah, exactly. But yo, man, thank you, bro. Thank you thank so, you much, so for much for coming on, bro. Thank I you. really appreciate it, bro. I'm pretty sure you're a busy man. You have a busy schedule. No, man. I'm grateful. Now I'm so glad we uh, chopped up. This was dope, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. I'm happy. I'm happy I was able to get you on, bro. I'm, I'm just happy how everything worked out. I guess our frequency, like you would say, our frequencies just happened to click and everything just sure. happened to be there, bro. And then just talking to you and just running down through everything you have made so far. Now I even want to listen to that first first album that you're talking about, bro. Yeah, the stories of those, man. I, I don't yeah. know. It, it's, it's on Bandcamp, I know. It may not be on all the other platforms. But. So if I go on Bandcamp, I can find it? Yeah, Nate No Face Bandcamp, you'll find all that shit for sure. Right. It's all yeah. there, yep. So I'm about to go and dig in into more stuff. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Yo, I can't wait till you get out here, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot a follow and then uh, just chop it up, link up with me uh, uh, on Instagram, and then, man, uh, link up for sure. Yeah, yeah, bro. If anything, yeah, we link up. If, if you're anything. still around, I mean, if you're in town. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be in town for sure. Be in town. Sure. I'll probably be leaving. Most likely, I'm gonna leave Sunday just so I, so I could go check it out because I, I do want to feel the energy. Because when you make those concerts and I see them through your Instagram feed, bro, it's like, yo, I need to go see my man's in, in live. Like, I'm not getting justice by seeing him on the computer or seeing him on my phone. It's not sure. the same. I'm pretty sure live is a whole different ball game, bro. Yeah, I pretty much lose it, man. I, I, I'll be punching myself and shit. <laughs> I'm <so> crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll out, man, please. Yeah. So any, any, um, anything you want to let everybody know where they could catch you? Where they uh, could just Nate stuff? No Face. Yeah, Nate No Face on Instagram and the number eight N O F A C E, like you see. And uh, uh, yeah, just that big show in uh, New York and uh. uh Got some shit dropping here soon. It's I'm just keeping it on low, but I'm gonna pop up with some wild shit here soon. So uh, uh yeah, just thank you so much, man. Thank you. Ah, thank you, bro, for coming, man. It's all love over here. Word.